Welcome to A Court of Swish and Flick, A Court of Thorns and Roses podcast. Hold on, I need to pull that down. Whatever. Ah. Okay, are we ready? Yeah. I gotta stop talking about food. (laughs) Okay. To the people who look at the stars and wish, we welcome you to the 22nd episode of A Court of Swish and Flick. This episode is sponsored by Nicole Garrison. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you, Nicole. Thanks. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. And today we are going to be discussing chapter 21 of A Court of Thorns and Roses. Make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, then they may too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Court of Swish and Flick and Twitter at ACOSAF. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash A Court of Swish and Flick. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Facebook group, Discord channel, live recordings, close friends on Instagram, uh, early episode releases, and yeah, thank you guys for your support. We really appreciate it. If you have any questions or concerns, you can send those to our email, which is a court of swish and flick at gmail.com. Lay oh, it on sorry. me, Sarah. This is the best <laughs> line in the whole book. <laughs> Standing before me was the most beautiful man I'd ever seen. Fun fact, he's not a man. <laughs> he's a male. He's your baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, let's get to it. Let's get to Reese. I'm excited. So, Feyre you, thinks... Wait, so, I have a question. Are you yes. glad that Tiffany's on, on this episode so you can have this section? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> a little. <That's> funny. <laughs> um, so, Feyre thinks that everything about this stranger radiates grace and ease. And sexiness. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so she immediately like no doubt in her mind is like he's high fae he has short black hair that gleamed like a raven's feathers interesting and it offset mode it's like a raven sort of what he's got like feathers and stuff like that's his beast mode talons oh true oh Oh, shoot I didn't even think about that Mm -hmm. that's cool um Offsetting his pale skin and blue eyes so deep they were violet. I thought he had like not. You say tan skin? skin? Yeah. I think it's because he's been under the mountain for 50 years. (gasps) Oh my goodness. I was going to say, I'm like, notice that he's pale, but like when he's not under the mountain for 50 years, 
He's not. Huh. 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 I was going to say, I was like, I didn't think anyway. Um, I'm that pale and I haven't been living under the mountain. <laughs> uh, so she notices like his violet eyes, even just in the firelight. She says they twinkled with hey. amusement as he beheld me. Um, she didn't know what to say to him. Like saying thank you for what he just did didn't seem like enough. Um, she did think to herself that his stillness made her hesitate to speak and it made her want to run in the other direction. Mm. And she knows that he's not from the spring court because he is not wearing a mask. Sir, this is COVID times. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, He asks her, what's a mortal woman doing here on fire night? His voice was a lover's purr that sent shivers through her. Shiver me timbers, baby. His voice was your lover's purr. You just don't know it yet. Do you want to know what I think of? When We're I like the boy. worst. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think of David Rose's karaoke night. <laughs> this goes out oh to God. the lovers over there. there. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> I love that show. It also, this also, oh. that line made me laugh too because of like all those TikToks that went around of like, oh, like... <laughs> This is what I envision whenever, like, an author writes, he said with a growl, or, like, he said with a purr. Mm-hmm. And they I mean, try I to just do think it. of Teddy, like, purring. <laughs> Go for it. What? You said, didn't you just say, do you want me to do it? No, I said the TikTok people try to do it. Oh, I want you to do it. Nope. Say, I don't know how. A, what's a mortal woman doing here on fire night, but do it with a purr? How do you, how do, you do that? <laughs> I don't Fire know. Night. I don't know. Can't do it. That's all I know. It makes me think of. Um, I literally was doing this over the weekend because I was reading um, the the twisted lies and twisted someone else, twisted hate, and like it, it's written in like especially like lover. I mean, enemies to lover tropes are like the they're in a tense scene and you know like they're about to kiss or something but it's like they stuck toward me and i just think which is not a very (laughs) sexy thing to think but that's what i picture in my head is how they they're like huffing it over sprinting yeah (laughs) stalking over angrily i'm like that's not very that's not very sexy (laughs) so she immediately lies to him and just says uh my friends brought me and like, you have no friends. <laughs> Pants on talk. fire at fire night. Was, oh my gosh. <laughs> what'd you say? <laughs> Pants on fire on fire night. Oh my god. Uh, real talk though. Was anyone else like scared reading this part the first time for Feyre? Because I was like, yeah, girl, lie. Lie. He seems scary. Oh, I thought he was bad. Yeah. And I continued to think he was bad. Um... <laughs> To be honest with you, I don't always hate the bad guy. So <laughs> I pro- I don't I'm trying to remember cuz it's so muddled for me of when I found out like they were going to be together. Yeah. Um that I like didn't care. Like I was like, mm, "Bad guy. Hmm. You're hot." <laughs> no stranger danger. 
No. <laughs> um, this line also makes me giggle. It says, the drumming seemed to be building to a climax that Feyre didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get it one day, girl. <laughs> well, no, I just, like, do you think it's building to the climax of, like, Tamlin? No, so I, this is what I think girl? is happening. <laughs> this is what I think is happening. I think this is when... The climax of this is is when she he's looking for like the maiden, right? Because he's like, I was looking for you and I was searching for you, but I couldn't find you. And later on, she's like, it's like two o'clock in the morning when like she has like a soup of magic. I think that's when it actually happens. But normally it would be shortly after this. It just took him a long time because he was looking for Feyre and Feyre wasn't there. Got it. I think that's what happened, in my opinion. Uh, so Reese, well, we don't know his name, but we know it's Reese. (laughs) Beautiful man. His clothes are all black, finely made, cut close enough to his body that she, meaning Farah, could see how magnificent he was, as if he'd been molded from the night itself. What part's she looking at? Ooh, he was. He asks her, and who are your friends? And she describes the look that he's giving her as a predator sizing up prey. I kind of think that those are just love eyes, but, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. looking back on it, at least, because I like don't, I said. I don't think they're love eyes. I think he's literally sizing her up. Yeah. Because he's probably in his mind thinking, like, because he says later on, he was like, I just wanted, like, one look at you. Um, and so he's probably trying to like essentially drink in all of the details of her face and her body and everything before he thinks it's going to be like the last time he's ever going to see her. Yeah. True. So romantic. Or sad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and she lies again and just says two ladies and then he asks their names and she's thinking in her head like had I just traded three monsters for something far worse and she just didn't answer and he knew that she wasn't going to answer so he chuckles and says you're welcome for saving you Um, and she now realizes that she's like close enough to the bonfire that maybe she could run if she was sprinting And she wondered if maybe she'd run in or see Lucius or Alice. Lucius? (laughs) Lucius. Different book. (laughs) Lucian or Alice. Um, That's their ship name. (laughs) Lucius. (laughs) Lucius. Oh, gosh. Um, He says, strange for a mortal to be friends with two fairies. Aren't humans usually terrified of us? And aren't you, for that matter, supposed to keep to your side of the wall? Um, And she says, I could have... She doesn't say, I'm sorry. She thinks, I could have sworn tendrils of star-kissed night trailed in his wake. Maybe he just farted. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong. Or he's just fucking hot. (laughs) And he's from the night court. He is um, the night court. You know? He is the night court. He is what it. Okay, so hold on. Feyre called Tamlin the warrior incarnate. Mm-hmm. Resand is the night incarnate. I don't know. I got nothing better. Um, Not wrong. She said that she had known them her whole life and that she had nothing to fear. 
And he blocks her escape route and says, and yet they brought you to the great right and abandoned you. And she says, they went to get refreshments. And his smile grows at this. And then she has discovered at that moment in time that she clearly just gave herself away. Um, So he smiled for a SJM's favorite word ever, heartbeat longer. Uh, And Farah thinks I'd never seen anyone so handsome and never had so many warning bells peeled in my head because of it. Warning bells or like bonding bells, you know? <laughs> or like wedding bells. I was going to say wedding bells. <laughs> or rather, mating bells. <laughs> <laughs> the mating bells are chiming. Chiming, chiming. The mating bells are chiming. I don't even know if that's like a song, like wedding bells are chiming. I have no idea. I like it. just made it up. Um, so he said that the refreshments are a long way off and that it may be a while before they return. And he offers her his arm and says and asks if he could escort her somewhere in the meantime. It's like quite mysterious, though. Like you just saved her from these three like wicked fairies who were taking her off into the forest to do awful things to her. And then you're just like, let me escort you somewhere. Like you I don't even think <laughs> that both of them. Like, I th- for him, it's different because, like, I, he has an inkling. He is not 100% sure yet that this woman is his mate, right? Um, it's not for sure until the very end of this book. But he has an inkling that they are somewhat connected. He has a sneaking suspicion they're mates. So I th- he just doesn't want to, like, leave her yet. And I think for her, subconsciously, she doesn't want to let him go yet either. Yeah show i agree i just think that it's funny um not funny <laughs> what's that tiktok like not funny haha but like funny <laughs> <laughs> what is it saying like funny is it sad <laughs> yeah I, I think i don't know whatever yeah, yeah i, spend I know too you're much time on though. tiktok anyway um she says no 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 you don't need to escort me anywhere sir And he waves his hand toward the hollow, toward the drums, and then just says, enjoy the right then. Try to stay out of trouble. And his eyes gleamed in a way that suggested staying out of trouble meant staying far, far away from him. Sad boy. And she blurts out at this point, so you're not part of the spring court? Can't let him go. See? Can't let him go. (laughs) No, she's not ready. Um, And then this is just uh, a blurb from the book. He returned to me every mo- every movement exquisite and laced with lethal power. Yeah. But I held my ground as he gave me a lazy smile. Do I look like I'm part of the spring court? The words were tinged <laughs> with an arrogance <laughs> that only an immortal could achieve. He laughed under his breath. No, I'm not a part of the noble spring court and glad of it. He gestured to his face where a mask might go. Uh, Farah asks why he's here then, and then continuing from the book, the man's remarkable eyes seemed to glow with enough with enough of a deadly edge that I backed up a step, because all the monsters have been let out of their cages tonight, no matter what court they belong to, so I may roam wherever I wish until the dawn. Um, 
And she said at that point, or she thinks in her head at that point, his smile turned cold and cruel. And she just said, enjoy the right. Yes. Probably because he's sad. Slash mad at Amarantha. Like, he's in a sad situation. Yeah. Yeah. God. He also does feel like he is a monster, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's so, like, I liked how she felt so many things that were like so true about him and like she just felt it which I think is just even more like obvious confirmation that it should have been should have been I'm not saying it was to me it it wasn't but that should have been an obvious sign of like this is a like they're majorly connected but, like, you're not going to know that until you, like, keep going forward and actually learn who he is. Like, she, like, feels the fact that he's laced with lethal power. And, like... Yeah, but, I, I mean, give people grace. Like, I don't think everyone reading it the first time are like, they're mates! No, no. I mean, I just said that I sure didn't. But, like, now that, like, I'm going sure back, you're like, wow, she was really, like, pow. like, she was really, like, putting this out there to, like... Well, Almost as an opportunity for you to be able to go back to this book and be like, wow, look at all of these like things that she just straight up put in front of our eyes. But like there was no way that we would have known until we knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't think know about you know. um, that dream she had. The very first one with Anderson, like there was like right. those shadows. Like that's Reese. Yeah. That's There's Reese. just so much. And that's like the fun part about going through these books again. Um, to like find moments like this where you're like, wow, and like she truly like saw this. him. <laughs> she like truly saw him or like felt him for who he was. Um, and you kind of like do get this like sad understanding of how Reese views himself just from like these little blurbs. We womp. <laughs> and. And, like, that is, like, a much deeper conversation that's going to happen later. But, like, you're already getting a glimpse of it here. Um, So she hurries back to the hollow, well aware of the fact that she turned her back to this male who she finds cold, cruel, and scary. Sexy. Um, (laughs) And she, at this point, is glad to have been lost in the crowd and... When she finally calms herself down, she notices that most of the fairies are from the spring court, but there were some that weren't. And she does spot Lucian from afar. And as soon as he notices her, his eyes go wide and he's at her side in a moment, yanking her out of the crowd. He ain't happy. He's like, what the fuck you doing? Well, (laughs) it could be... um, it could be an interesting uh, scene if Tam yeah. Tam finds her. Tam Tam finds her. I think that would be like ruinous if he had. Yeah, for sure. Like, that well, would be, I think for her, would well, be very traumatic. Especially because, like, it he didn't tell her anything. Like, it would have been one thing if there had been a conversation and, like, but yeah, it would have been terrible. Communication. Well, Tamlin does not know how to do that. Let's nope. Just be straight up there. No. He's not a, an effective communicator. No. Nope. 
Uh, so yeah, Lucian's not happy. He's like, have you lost your senses? And he's shouting at her. He's very pale. What are you doing here? Still, no one is noticing them at all. They're all still just staring down at the cave. Cool, bro. Give us some privacy. Whatever. And Lucian yells at her. He says, idiot, useless human fool. And he just picks her right up and throws her over his shoulder like a sack of potatoes. Um... Feyre's obviously not happy about that, and she tries to get loose, but you're kind of being held by a high fey. You're not going anywhere. Um, and Lucian runs fast. Feyre says, fast, faster than anything should be able to move. And, like, she even has to close her eyes because she feels nauseous from it. Tiffany would not have survived. No, not at all. She would have needed some pineapple to pick her up. Pineapple. Uh, isn't that what she ate when we when she got sick off oh, the Oh, yeah, you're right. I was thinking, like, motion sickness things, and I was like, you mean ginger? <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Um, so he drops her off on the floor of the manor hallway and continues his assault of Tired. words. Yeah. You stupid mortal, didn't he tell you to stay in your room? Um, I wonder if, like... I feel like he... What am I trying to say? He's always been like harsh with words with her, but I feel like maybe now that he knows her better, it's like maybe a little bit more out of concern for her. Like, I don't know how else to react to this. I'm just going to keep calling you names because I think you're an idiot. Um, so Farah tries to say like, it was hardly anything for me to be banned from. Like she actually knows what was going to go on. And Lucian says like, that wasn't even the ceremony. Um, quote, if Tam found you there and Farah says, so what? And she describes hating the feeling of feeling like a disobedient child. And then I'm going to read from the book. Um, Lucian says, it's the great right cauldron boil me. <laughs> that makes me laugh. <laughs> Did anyone tell you what it is? My silence was answer enough. I could almost see the drumbeats pulsing against his skin, beckoning him to rejoin the crowd. Fire Knight signals the official start of spring in Prithian as well as in the, in the mortal world, Lucian said. While his words were calm, they trembled slightly. I leaned against the wall of the hallway, forcing myself into a casualness I didn't feel. Here, our crops depend upon the magic we regenerate at Kalen May. Tonight, Kalen May, tonight. We do this by conducting the Great Rite. Each of the seven High Lords of Prithian perform this every year. Since their magic comes from the earth and returns to it at the end, it's a give and take. And Feyre's like, well, okay, like, anyone going to tell me what this Great Rite thing is? Um, tonight Tam will allow great and terrible magic to enter his body Lucian said staring at the distant fires the magic will seize control of his mind his body his soul and turn him into the hunter it will fill him with his sole purpose to find the maiden from their coupling magic will be released and spread to the earth where it will, where it will regenerate life for the year to come Pharaoh gets a little embarrassed by that. Face gets a little hot. <laughs> Which is why she probably would not be comfortable having sex in front of all of these people. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's totally fine. Right. And Lucian's like, tonight, Tamlin wouldn't be the fairy that you know. He won't even know his own name. The magic will consume everything in him except, except that one basic command and need. So Pharaoh dares to ask who the maiden is and Lucian says no one knows until it's time um, apparently Tam will hunt down the white stag kill it for the sacrificial offering and then go to the sacred cave pick a female to be his chosen mate for the night 
Uh, it's an honor to be chosen, and it's his instincts that pick her. And I was like, hmm, what's this white stag thing? I wonder if that has any sort of significance anywhere. And it sort of does. Um, the stag is symbolic for a number of themes such as purity. With the unusual white coat symbolizing an unwavering innocence, the appearance of the stag is also synonymous with the delivery of a message or great change. So, like, it does seem like a, a fresh... considered a great change. Right, like a, a blooming of new things, a, a new start, and that is, that is what spring is. Right? Um, so we also find out that once Tamlin makes his choice, everyone else is free to mingle... Uh, it's not the great right, but uh, Lucian says their own da- dalliance, that word yeah. is silly to me, uh, will help the land as well. So basically, yeah, uh, I think the three of us just think that it's just like one giant orgy going on, pretty hey, much. Hey, more power to them. Whatever they want to do. Literally. It's consensual. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Lucian says that she's lucky that he found her because if Tamlin had smelled her, he would have claimed her and it wouldn't have been Tamlin who brought her to that cave. And he says, and I don't think you would have liked it. Tonight is not for lovemaking. So he tells her, go and like go to bed and I have to go back and at least try to control him when he does smell you and can't find you. So I wonder like how that went down because we do know that Tamlin was looking for her. And I wonder how much Lucian like was successful in heading him off. I mean, eventually he was because obviously he did it with someone else, but <laughs> uh, Feyre says it, it made me sick. The thought of Tamlin forcing me that magic could strip away any sense of self of right or wrong. But hearing that, that some feral part of him wanted me. My breath was painful. Stay in your room tonight, Feyre, Lucian said, walking to the garden doors. No matter who comes knocking, keep the door locked. Don't come out until morning. Does she do that? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) So uh, she did fall asleep at her vanity, only waking up when the drums stopped. She realized that it's like after two in the morning. And she feels like a wave of magic sweep past her. Um... And I think like that's that's when like the great right righted, you know what I mean? Things have come to fruition. <laughs> yeah, things have come climax. to fruition. <laughs> um at least that's what happened in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing big wave of magic. That's what the kids are calling it these days. So then she's thinking about, like, whoever the woman is that Tamlin performed the rite with. Um, And she's basically thinking that that that, she's not the person, that Faye, that female, is probably everything that Feyre isn't, um, that Feyre thinks that she isn't, I should say. So this train of thought then leads her to thinking about (laughs) how good looking she thinks Tamlin is. I don't know why I'm laughing by saying that. Um, she's thinking like about the parts, <laughs> the parts of his face that she's seen. She likes. She's thinking about his body. She likes. <laughs> um, and she she's looking at her door and she's looking at this uh, snare that she put up and kind of also thinking like realistically, if someone wanted to get into her room, that's not going to stop them. Um, and she's just kind of feeling restless, so she takes the snare down and she leaves her room. Um, and you gotta also remember that she didn't eat dinner, so 
she's hungry. So she makes it to the kitchen. She's eating some food. Um, and she's trying to get really, she's trying to get the images of Tamlin fucking some nameless woman out of her mind. So she has the thought like to go paint, to get her mind off of it. Um, but a tall male figure stops her in her tracks. <gasps> it's Tamlin. <laughs> <laughs> and he asks her if she's going somewhere. And she notices that his voice doesn't really sound like himself. So she looks at him. His chest is bare, except he's got um, painted like designs, like whirls uh, on his chest. But they have been smudged by whomever he was with. And so Farah um, thinks about the fact that she can tell exactly where the female like had her hands and where she touched him. Um, and she's trying to ignore the fact that the smudges went below his midriff. Um, I was going to say below his belt line, but I was like, he's not, he's not, doesn't have a belt line. I, mean, I guess he does. <laughs> but like, they don't wear pants like that, you know? Um, so she goes to move past him, but he's too quick. And before she knows it, she's like pinned to the wall and he tells her that he had smelled her out there and that he looked for her, but she wasn't there. Um, and then quoting from the book, it says he reeked of magic. When I looked into his eyes, remnants of power flickered there. No kindness, none of the wry humor and gentle reprimands that Tamlin I knew was gone. Um, <laughs> So she tells him to let her go, and then his claws punch right into the wall above her hands. Um, and he's, like, basically half gone with magic. And he tells her, you drove me mad. I searched for you, and you weren't there. When I didn't find you, it made me pick another. Um, and, like, their faces are, like, inches apart at this point. Like, they're breathing the same air, which just sounds lovely. <laughs> so he tells her how the female he was with asked for it rough. Um, and how... If he had been with Feyre, he would have been gentle and he would have made it good for her. Wow, whatever. And I said, I feel like this is such a tool thing to say, but whatever. Um, I would have made it really good for you. <laughs> so it makes you like, <laughs> right. He tells her that he would have had her moaning. He would have taken his time. Blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. Um, and... He rips his claws out of the wall um, and kind of, like, lets go of her. So she has to grasp the wall, one, to stop herself from falling, but also to stop herself from reaching out to him, either like she's thinking either to caress him or strike him. Um, She didn't know. (laughs) So she asks him why she would want someone's leftovers. Um, So with that, Tamlin grabs her hands again and then bites her neck. And so I figured I'd read from the book. Vampire. Yeah. I cried out as teeth clamped onto the tender spot where my neck met my shoulder. I couldn't move, couldn't think, and my world narrowed to the feeling of his lips and teeth against my skin. He didn't pierce my flesh, but rather bit to keep me pinned. The push of his body against mine, the hard and soft, the hard and the soft made me see red, see lightning, made me grind my hips against his. I should hate him, hate him for his stupid ritual for the female he'd been with tonight. His bite lightened and his tongue caressed the places his teeth had been. He didn't move. He just remained in that spot, kissing my neck, intently, territorial, lazily. He pounded between my legs as he ground his body against me, against every aching spot. A moan slipped past my lips. So she moans and that kind of like breaks the, uh, breaks the moment or whatever. Like, cause then he jerks, um, like away from her And then he tells her to never disobey him again. Uh, And she hears what he says. And then she straightens up 
And she's like, hmm, don't tell me what to do. How about that? And then he tells her, or then she tells him to not bite her like an enraged beast. Um, so he laughs and she thinks about how she wants his body back on hers. She wants his mouth, his teeth, his tongue, um, on her skin everywhere. Emphasis on everywhere. Um, and she felt like she was drowning in need for him. And then, um, this is something I loathe about these books. Loathe. So obviously because they have a super sense of smell, Tamlin can smell her arousal. And I hate it. Um, it makes him like almost breathless. Like he like <laughs> breath leaves his body and then he growls and then he prowls away. Um, but yeah, I hate that they can smell arousal. It is like the worst, but it does make for some funny moments. Um, it does. It does. Like I, uh, yeah. Like in silver flames. <laughs> Go ahead. Say it. Well, uh, <laughs> there's two instances I'm thinking about. But the one, um, the scene where they are all at like the high Lord's meeting, but it's like after like the first one, I think it's after the first one, but it's like that time period. Cause that's where, um, like fair is meeting Helian and like, he's basically like flirting with everyone. And then she's like mind chatting with Reese and she's like, that's Lucian's daddy. And he's like, what? (gasps) Oh my God. Um, which is just such a good scene because they're also talking about like them having a threesome and then other people obviously are in the room and they could smell. It's just whatever. And then another scene with Helian in Silver Flames because Cassian's thinking about Nesta and he's like, ooh, like, what are you thinking about that's getting you so hot and bothered? And Cassian's like, your mom. <laughs> 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 it's just so good. <laughs> um, but other than, I still hate it. I hate that they can smell that. Thanks. Yeah, I don't and know even how like I feel the about guy. It. I don't know. I just don't like it. Yeah. But um, any who's Epic username before brought up. It's all. It's odd that Tamlin assumes that Pharaoh wouldn't want it rough. Like, how would he know? And yeah. I said, I think I like that she brought that up because I think that's just another way that Tam- Tamlin always thinks he knows her, knows what's best for her, underestimates everything about her because he just assumes. I Reese also underestimates her. <laughs> Not to talk about that too much. But I also think this shows us like how he treats her, including after she becomes like high fey and is super powerful. Like he thinks she's very breakable. Yeah. She's really not. Um, So. Yeah. Looks can be deceiving. Okay. She didn't hate getting bit. Just saying. Yeah. She totally liked it. <laughs> I mean, some say there's a fine line between pleasure and pain, or pain and pleasure. I ain't judging. I'm not here to really, yuck anyone's yum. I got really excited when that happened because I was like, "Ah, oh, yes, the smut is coming." <laughs> well, someone did come that night. Uh, Probably yeah. several people. Well, they're not people, but Faye. Yeah, Fifty Shades so. of Faye, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry 50 shades of Feyre I read it as Faye sometimes it's kind of related I'll be listening to a book while I'm running and they'll get to like a sexy part and I like I'm like trying not to die while I'm running right so it just like makes me giggle that's been my life lately <laughs> I am one of those people that I could read 
smut anywhere um, with a straight face. Like, you would never <laughs> know. Like, yeah. Anywhere and everywhere. I, I've read it, basically. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's, like, a TikTok or a reel and they're like, be, oh, be scared of, like, the women that just, do, like, could do that. And it's like, yeah, that's me. Straight face. <laughs> Sometimes, though, like, it does make me chuckle um, when it's, like, ridiculous. When I'm like, that's super unrealistic, but whatever. Your straight face, your straight smut face. It's usually, like, just straight yeah. like poker face resting bitch face you know yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh okay is it my is it me is it me maybe final thoughts final thoughts i like um, this chapter it we learn a lot and looking back we learn even more than we thought yeah that we did which i like are you a poet we learn a lot yep. more than we thought <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I it's it's an interesting end because like I don't love that he like bites her neck or whatever, but she doesn't hate it, so it's like whatever. She got yeah. turned on, and that's fine. But like, also, just don't go around biting people's necks. You know what I mean? Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't think Tamla knows how to separate truly like the beast from the fae. Well, and part of this, too, is, like, he is, like, half feral with all the yeah. magic, too. So, like, it's really, it's really bringing out his beast form, you know? Right. But, um, maybe you'll learn that she can handle a little pain, okay? Yeah. Well, friends, you can follow all your hosts on Instagram. I almost said social media, but I'm only going to give you Instagram. Myself and Meg are at the Petrus family. Tiffany is at at tiff swish underscore flick and sarah is at oh mally that's three h's any other final thoughts before i say the closing because that's also me no 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 don't don't bite people without consent okay thank you for listening and for your support we appreciate you so much take care and remember only you can decide what breaks you <laughs>